listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget here on Moody Radio 89.3. Jill and I are looking forward to talking with Terry Glaspie, who is author of Not a Tame Lion. It's a fascinating biographical study on C.S. Lewis's life and his compelling work. What led up to that? It's his life, teachings, and legacy. Terry, good morning. Thanks for joining us on 89.3. Hey, it's great to be with you this morning. Well, it's good to have you as we talk about the life of C.S. Lewis. You wrote in biographical form. Why did you choose to write about C.S. Lewis in this way? Well, in many ways, it's like paying a debt. He's an author who's meant so much to me that I wanted an opportunity to introduce other people to him. Um, You know, when I was in uh, my early college years. I had been raised a Christian, and but I was began to struggle. I began to have a lot of questions, and no one seemed to be able to give me really clear answers. And someone recommended that I look at C.S. Lewis's book, uh, Mere Christianity, and reading that book was just so transformative for my life. And I began to read and read and read more of his books. And So now I decided I wanted to introduce others to him. Yeah, and it sounds like uh, this would be a great resource, too, Beer Christianity, maybe for others who have friends in their lives who are struggling or they themselves still have questions. So it seems like you related to uh, C.S. Lewis a little bit. How did your personal story kind of correlate with his struggle of faith as well? Well, the interesting thing is it was, you know, about— he was maybe just a little bit older than I was when I really made a strong personal commitment. But like me, he had been raised in a Christian home. But uh, and, and I never would have gone this far, but I, I just had lots of questions. But he actually had uh, fallen away from his faith completely and considered himself an atheist. And so, you know, getting to tell the story about his travel back to faith from atheism uh, was just a wonderful thing to to get to do. Well, and I just find it so interesting because we have so many people who are writing in these days. C.S. Lewis was born at the end of the 1800s. His life ended in uh, the 1960s so or 50s. So why do you say that uh, Lewis is the ideal writer for communicating in this age that we're living in? Well, I think it's um, I think it's kind of two reasons. It's the fact that he combines a really strong intellectual arguments to help us see that faith really makes sense, and we live in a world in which that's you know under attack. Uh, but at the same time, he doesn't just settle for rational arguments. He really speaks through our heart, to our heart through our imagination. I mean, he's such a wonderfully creative writer. Um, He really knows how to put across the essential vision of what it means to be a Christian. I I guess that's what I'd say, is that he doesn't just give us a set of doctrines or teachings. He gives us a whole vision for what it means to live as a Christian. 
And he doesn't just do it in a prose type of style of writing. He had other books, like you think of the Chronicles of Narnia, where he used creativity and imagination. Why is that uh, so important for us as believers to even incorporate this type of creativity into our thinking and even reading? Well, I think the fact is that God has hardwired us uh, to respond to stories and to images that's kind of the way we think, not in abstractions, but in actual stories, because actually all of us are living a story. And when Jesus came to earth, Jesus didn't just teach, he lived, he lived a story for us. And I think that these stories and images, they can help break past all the kind of intellectual hurdles that we've uh, put in the way of, of believing. Well, the title of the book, Not a Tame Lion, why was this the way you chose to title your book? Well, in in the Chronicles of Narnia, which you mentioned a moment ago, one of my favorite Lewis books, um, in in those books, the the main character is Aslan, who's a lion um, who lives in the land of Narnia, and he he is very much like a figure of Christ within the books. And um, the children talked about him saying, you know, he was good and he was loving, but he wasn't safe. He was not a tame lion. You couldn't just put him up on a shelf. And I think about the fact that that's how Jesus is for us. Uh, and I think in many ways, Lewis is not a tame lion. Lewis really wanted to express a faith that was in a certain good sense, it was dangerous. It would it would challenge us. It would call us uh, to a deeper kind of living. Mm. Talking with Terry Glaspie today, author, creative mentor, and a professor at Northwind Seminary, but also author of this new book on C.S. Lewis called Not a Tame Lion. Terry, I'm intrigued because you mentioned how you, as C.S. Lewis was, grew up in a Christian home, but kind of struggled intellectually uh, with that, what were some of your specific questions that you had about the Christian faith? And then how was that answered? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the interesting thing is it wasn't so much a specific uh, little group of questions as it was, and I think as it is for so many unbelievers, it's a bigger thing of like it doesn't even seem conceivable to them that it's not just a matter of getting over intellectual specific intellectual hurdles but that the entire christian message just kind of doesn't make sense to them doesn't seem to all fit together then they look around and they see christians and they say well they don't seem like they're that much different uh, than i am uh they struggle with many of the same kinds of issues that I do. Well, how do I know this is true? And I think what what people need is they need that vision of the wholeness of the life that Jesus brings that not only touches our mind, but touches our heart and, um, and, and leads us into a deeper way of, of living. And, and as for Lewis, that wasn't always easy. His commitment to Christianity cost him something. As a, as a professor at uh, Oxford, uh, he was kind of uh, shunned many times by other professors because he was writing books about faith and writing books for the common person. But 
that communication was more important to him than climbing the academic ladder. And uh, so, yeah, I, I think I think I answered that question. <laughs> you did. You did. Well, we've got so many different types of people that listen to Moody Radio. As we talk about your book, Not a Tame Lion, who is this book for? Uh, I hope this book is for everybody. Um, I've written it so that, you know, the book is kind of uh, in two halves. The first half of the book is really about Lewis's life. And I try to tell it in almost kind of a dramatic story form uh, with very short chapters. You can almost use it like a devotional. I've had a lot of people say they, they're reading the book that way. And then the second half of the book takes important ideas like who is Jesus? Um, what is the purpose of pain in our lives? Um, and uh, how does our intellect fit in with our faith? How do our emotions fit in with our faith? And each one of these questions becomes a short chapter. So it becomes a way to kind of explore um, who he was and, and what he taught and what his legacy is for us today. Yeah. And, you know, when you talk about the the struggle that he had and, and that you had, too, with intellect, I think sometimes people think you have to check your brain at the door to be a Christian, which obviously is not true, as we see in the life of C.S. Lewis and, and so many others. So is your book also kind, a kind of a way of helping people who, who do think that way or struggle with the intellectual part of faith? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I take you, you know, kind of down his journey to faith and help you understand how he got from being a young atheist to a person who fully embraced Jesus Christ. And for him, it wasn't a one moment of conversion. It was a series of events. It was a process. And I think that's true for so many of us. And yeah, I... Um, I hope that my book is um, largely, and I give the credit for this to C.S. Lewis, if it is, uh, I hope it's compelling, it makes a compelling argument for why it makes sense to be a Christian and why being a Christian will actually completely make a difference in your life. So what so, is I, it? I, yeah, I'm sorry. What is it that you hope people will do as a result then of reading your book? Well, my secret uh, mission is I hope that it will excite them more in, about reading C.S. Lewis themselves and that they'll, uh, they'll take the time, if they haven't before, to begin to read more of his books. Many people have read, you know, maybe Mere Christian in the Chronicles of Narnia, maybe the Screwtape Letters, but that's about as far as it goes. And my hope is to get people excited enough that they'll want to explore more of just the wonderful and faith-building books that he wrote. Yeah, and it didn't stop with his intellectual struggle. He also had other struggles and challenges in life. You know, I think about his book, Surprised by Joy and a Severe Mercy, where he grapples with the reality of even living as a Christian in a broken world. Do these books also help those of us who may struggle with not the intellectual part, but where is God, you know, a good God in this hurting world? Exactly, because maybe that is the biggest question of all. And he is someone who really helps us to understand, <clears throat> excuse me, he helps us really understand that God is with us in our pain 
and he uses it. Uh, I, in w- one of his books, uh, he writes, uh, and I really love this quote. Lewis is so quotable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, God whispers to us in our pleasures, speaks to us in our conscience, but shouts in our pains. It is his megaphone to rouse a deaf world. Sometimes the pain in our life is what will uh, help us to understand the fact that we really need to connect with spiritual reality. Um, he, he was a man who his life wasn't easy. As I said earlier, he had vocational challenges, uh, largely because of his embrace of faith and, and the way he talked about it. Um, he lost his mother uh, as a child uh, and uh, that you know was a great loss to him. And then later in life, uh, the love of his life, uh, she got sick and died, and uh, and he had to deal with the grief that he felt. His brother struggled for alcohol, who with whom he lived, uh, he struggled with alcoholism much of his life, and so he was constantly having to rescue his brother out of bad situations. So he lived a normal challenge-filled life, like we all do, and yet he found great joy. Um, And I think joy is the thing that you'll find between the pages and between the lines of every sentence, really, uh, in C.S. Lewis's book. Wow. So whether it's an intellectual question or challenge or an emotional one, uh, C.S. Lewis's life really is an example of how the gospel can overcome all those things in our life. And Terry Glaspie, who's been with us, has written about C.S. Lewis's life and legacy and teachings in Not a Tame Lion. We've got more information about it at ericandbridget.org. You can even read the first chapter 